Friday afternoon. Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN. What is going on, LA, Southern California, and beyond worldwide on the app? What's going down on a Friday, man? Of course, I had a very strange start to my day. Get to it coming up. It's all related to this story about college sports and who's going to play and only conference schedules and who's not going to play and why is anybody going to play. I'll get to it coming up in just a minute. But you talk about sports being strange, right? Like today, for me, would always be Del Mar's opening day. I'm talking about the hottest people on the planet all decked out and dressed up for the Kentucky Derby of Southern California. And they'll open today at Del Mar and no one will be there except the horses and the jockeys. Just got done watching Charles Barkley on CNBC. Did you know that this weekend the Celebrity Golf Championship is taking place in Lake Tahoe? Did you know that? I didn't know that. I mean, I barely really ever have the Celebrity Championship on my radar. But this morning on ESPN, I saw Patrick Mahomes doing an interview from Lake Tahoe. And I went, are they playing the Celebrity Championship from up there? And then I just saw Barkley a few minutes ago on CNBC's Power Lunch. And he's up there getting ready to play golf. And I'm thinking to myself, we're all talking about the NBA, the bubble, Major League Baseball, how they're going to do it. NFL players can't exchange jerseys after a game. They can spit all over each other. They can grab each other all day long. But don't exchange jerseys because I don't want you to get corona from the other guy. I mean, we're talking about all this stuff, and the celebrities are playing golf. So I just saw Barkley, and it was right on the top of my mind, and I definitely want to talk about that as the afternoon goes on. What a great show we are going to have on Friday, which is day five of the 10-day contract. For those of you that are just getting with us, coming up this hour, Matt Vaskersian will be here from the Major League Baseball Network and from ESPN's Sunday Night Baseball. ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance and Matty V and other guests will appear on ESPN Radio via the Shell Pennzoil performance line. Coming up at 155, hey Rams fans, Kevin O'Connell, the new offensive coordinator, is going to be here. You talk about a year to start a new job. How would you like to get a dream job and then all of a sudden the pandemic hits and everything you thought you knew about how you were going to do your job completely changes. Are you in touch with that emotion? Kevin O'Connell is going to talk to us about what it is to become the new offensive coordinator of the Rams, work with a new coaching staff, work with a new quarterback and players that are on their way out or on their way in. Kevin O'Connell will talk to us about that later on. And then later today, listen, this one was just about calling in a favor i mean i can't lie to you i told you that monday afternoon day one i said i cannot lie i can kind of fib a little bit like off air but on air dude i just know you'll see right through me today i called in a major favor and i said listen Kawhi leonard didn't travel with the clippers the lakers were the last team to get to the bubble everybody's talking about what's going to happen here in the next couple of weeks with the nba and how wild of a season this could turn into four months later I'm starting to have all kinds of different feelings about what life in the bubble would be versus what I thought it was going to be versus what I think it might be. I'm going to get to all of this coming up. So I got a lot on my mind. I went deep, deep, deep into calling in a favor today. Jerry West. I mean, is there anybody bigger in the Laker organization's history than Jerry West? And then now, all these years later, 
to be a consultant to the Clippers, to Steve Ballmer, uh, is just fascinating. And so Jerry West is going to be with us later on. I think I told you the story here in the crossover, but Jerry called me today, and I knew he was going to call. And uh, my phone rang, and it, it had no, no, it didn't tell me who was calling. It was like a private number. And I don't know about you guys, but I never answer the phone on a private number. Never. It's like policy for me, constitution. If, you, if I don't know who's calling, I'm not taking the call. Even if I see the number and I see the town, I'm not taking the call. If your phone number doesn't, if your name doesn't pop up on my screen, I don't take the call. But I knew that Jerry was calling. And so for some reason, instinct kicked in and I answered the phone. It was Jerry. And he said, Jerry, hey, he said, Scott, Jerry. I said, Jerry, good to talk to you. How are you? I appreciate you. And uh, we had a whole long conversation about, about what's going on in the NBA and what's going to happen. And he was amazing. You know, Jerry West, he's like the most humble human being on the planet. The logo. All right. Jerry West is coming up a little bit later on today. In fact, I'll tell you, it's 2.30. So again, whatever it is you're doing today, mark your calendar. I mean, stop what you're doing. You understand what I'm saying? Just completely stop. Uh, put on your alarm right now on your phone, okay? Not if you're driving. But if you can, safely, put on the alarm on your phone for 2.28 this afternoon. And when the alarm goes off at 2.28, you're going to go, why did the alarm go off? And the answer is, because if you're not with me here on 710 ESPN, you need to come back here to 710 ESPN because Jerry West is going to come on, not because of me, because of him. Okay. Let me get things started by saying good Friday afternoon to the all-time QB. You know, you ever play football outside with your friends on the street and one guy goes, yo, I'm all-time QB. That's Greg Bergman. He's on every show all day long on this radio station. He is the all-time QB at 710 ESPN. Good afternoon, Greg Bergman. What's going on? I was all-time QB with my friends when we played like Nerf football or just regular football in the backyard. Why were you the all-time QB? Because I just enjoyed it, and uh, I had a pretty decent arm for a little while. Not okay. anymore. Now so I you, you thought you were the better quarterback than all your friends, and you thought you should be the all-time QB. Yes, always. I always thought that I was better than everybody at every sport, though, but that's, you know, <laughs> that's because that's how I felt. Okay. Well, good afternoon to you. We're going to have a great Friday afternoon. Are you ready to roll? I'm always ready to roll, Scott. Okay. And, and you know, you've been doing, like, you know, all day, every day on this radio station all week long. You're feeling good. You're energetic. You're going to get yourself to the end of today. Yeah, you know it is Friday, and I can I can definitely see that three o'clock end line for myself, and being able to just shut off the radio and just say, "All right, now I can play with my kids." All right, there you go. You uh, ready? Are you I, good, I, dude? I am so good. I'm stoked. I said it early in the week. Getting onto this radio station for this ten days, and I say ten days, it's two weeks, right? But the Monday, Friday, this week, and next week, I I was so excited. But I'll tell you, you know, look, think about it. You're going from, let's say you get traded from one team to another, right? You show up, you got new teammates, you got a new coach, a new manager, you got a new philosophy. Uh, they do things differently. And so day one, it's like, oh man, okay, just do your thing, kid. Great. Day two, it's like, all right, start to learn how we do things. And then by day three, you're like, okay, this is feeling pretty good. And by yesterday, I'm just feeling like I'm rocking the freaking house. That's kind of the, the way I feel. So yes, I'm feeling ready to roll today. How about this guy though? This guy is, is getting no sleep at night because he got a little baby. And so she's up all night. He's up all night. Bronny, can we count on you today? Come on, Scott. You know I'm always ready. Yeah, I kind of feel that way about you. I do. 
How you doing? You you gonna you gonna be okay though with all this sleep deprivation? Oh come on! I had to go through it when she was first born, so it's just I have to get used to it again. Besides, it, it it'll feel just like it was college, only getting two to three hours of sleep a night and then partying the rest of the day. So I'm, I am good to go. All right, good. I'm glad you think that we're partying. Excellent. Let's start with this. So the Lakers get down to the bubble, right? And we are all so interested and fascinated by what these guys are going to do. And there's a part of me that thinks from the very beginning, look, if you take your whole team and there's no outside uh, external influences that take your concentration away from the game, if you put everybody in one place and your sole focus is just playing ball, it should be really, really good. Like you should see these guys concentrate and focus and play and, and it's, everything should be great. I'm starting to think now as I'm watching a lot of these players and their videos from down in Orlando, I'm starting to think to myself, this might be a little tougher mentally and emotionally for a lot of guys. And you take wives and girlfriends and kids and your car and your bed and different time of year. And you just think, Well, they're pros. They're going to go in and they're going to just zone in. But I'm watching these guys and I'm thinking, I'm not so sure. I I watched J.R. Smith's Instagram video. Did anybody watch this? J.R. Smith, who just recently signed with the Lakers, hasn't played in the league in a couple of years. My lasting impression of J.R. Smith is holding onto the ball in game one of the NBA Finals, playing with Cleveland. And, and Golden State doesn't even know the score of the game, and he's holding the ball, and, and LeBron is just scowling. I mean, it's just death stare at J.R. Smith, right? But all of a sudden, he joins the Lakers. Avery Bradley leaves. They need another body. Here comes J.R. Smith. Did anybody see his Instagram Live video last night? I don't anticipate that everybody sees everything in social media. Um, I certainly didn't see it the first time around. Somebody had to show it to me. But... J.R. Smith, for a guy who hasn't been in the league for a couple of years, and again, my perception of him is him being on the receiving end of LeBron's scowl for a boneheaded play. Dude, I would be like really appreciative. Like, yo, man, I'm really happy to be here. I'm happy to be in the bubble. I'm glad to be playing with LeBron. I got redemption on my mind. Um, I'm happy to help the Lakers. J.R. Smith shows up, dude, just griping and complaining. This is from his Instagram Live uh, Bronny, play this first one. He's kind of complaining about the blanket situation in the hotel room. Yeah, they ain't giving me no blanket, bruh. Oh, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't giving me no blanket, though. Bruh. They <laughs> got no blanket. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had to beep out a lot of stuff. Um, you know, the talk has been about the food down in Orlando. You've seen a lot of the pictures and everything looks like uh, it's been prepared, you know, for uh, an airplane. And then you got Joel Embiid from the Sixers like, yo, I'm going to lose 50 pounds down here. And he shows you his meal and everything. The chicken breast is in one platter and the bread is in something else and the salads and everything is completely separated. And so everybody's kind of talking about the food situation Again, here's J.R. Smith, a guy who you would think would be really grateful for being back in the NBA, especially right now, especially with this team. Here's J.R. kvetching about the food. Go ahead, Bronny. That's number two. Some of these dudes, 30, 40, 50 million a year. You want this to eat this 
But they'll be over there crying, talking about somebody can't stay healthy and their body breaking down and all this other shit. <sighs> I'm just saying, bro. I'm just, can't, I'm just saying, you want a Ferrari to run like a Ferrari because you pay for it as a Ferrari, but you keep gassing it up with a Chrysler That's just me, though. That's whatever, man. Y'all do what y'all want to do. I'm just happy to be back, baby. <laughs> just happy to be back, man. You know what I'm saying? God, J.R. Smith, like, man, man, these dudes are making 30, 40, 50 million bucks. And what were you, you going to feed them some McDonald's? Come on, man. I mean, these guys need some New York strips all up in Orlando. Oh, my God, he's cracking me up. He's cracking me up. And I love how he's complaining, kvetching, you know, the crying and whining. And then all of a sudden, oh, but by the way, I'm just happy to be here. It's, it's, it's cool, man. It really is. I'm happy to be back with LeBron. Happy to be with the Lakers. This is cool down in the bubble. It's all good. And then ultimately, as he's doing all of this, right, somebody inside the Laker organization goes, texts him and goes, um, excuse me, hello, would you please get off Instagram live because you're kind of talking a little too much and you're kind of showing a little too much and you just signed with the team and you're complaining about a lot of crap. Could you just please get off Instagram live? And here's how J.R. Smith Ends the whole thing. Bronny, play it. Eat Lunchables, Mikey. You're <laughs> food by the foot. And <laughs> like I'm 15 like you. Oh, man. They mad at me, bro. I'm gone. Just got the text. Exposing too much. <sighs> Gotta go. My bad. Uh, my good. I liked it. Uh, Straight Talk Wireless runs on the same networks for up to 50% less. Get the unlimited plan with up to 25 gigs of high-speed data, then 2G for just 45 bucks a month. No contract. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. J.R. Smith, my man. My man. Dude, just be happy you were invited back, dude. You've been out of the league for a couple of years, and most of us know you because you were on the receiving end of LeBron just lighting you up because you made that boneheaded play. Dog, just be happy you're there, man. <laughs> I loved it. Absolutely loved it. All right, coming up, we got a great show today. Matt Vaskersian later this hour from Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN. Rams offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell later this afternoon, 155. And then again, mark your calendar, Jerry West. Jerry West will be with us at 2.30 this afternoon. So we got a great show coming up. Are college sports really not going to play? Like, like is, is USC, Bama really, really not going to happen on September 5th because the conferences are all now just going to play their own? Let me talk about what's going to happen in college sports and will that SC Bama game really go down? Stick around. This is Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN. It's Friday. Yeah, Friday afternoon. Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN. You ain't got no job. You ain't got nothing to do. You might as well hang out. All right, look, I'm going to get into this in a second, but I have made an official executive decision that I'm definitely watching the Masvidal-Uzman fight this Saturday night over Hamilton. I'm going to see it. I'm going to see Hamilton. I'm going to see it. But I'm not going to see it on Saturday night. I mean, I've been talking about this personal dilemma. I'll get to it in a second. Look, 
Let me start off this afternoon by saying this. You know, we, we, we joke around about J.R. Smith and, and what's going on down in the bubble and all the players complaining about the food and, you know, who's not there yet. And, you know, we're curious about that. And, um, but, you know, what's really interesting is, is how all of these sports are attempting to pull this off, you know. So when you look at college sports, think about this. Stanford earlier this week canceled going forward canceled 11 varsity sports covid has done such a number on their projections their revenue projections for their athletic department because they're concerned about football not playing they're so concerned about it and the deficit it could create this year that they're actually doing away with rowing and field hockey and wrestling and fencing and stanford's like going forward we won't have those sports you see the Big Ten talking about only playing conference football games this year. The, the, the word is, is that a game like Wisconsin versus Notre Dame, which was scheduled for Lambeau Field in Green Bay, that's done because Notre Dame is not part of the Big Ten and Wisconsin's only going to play against Michigan and Michigan State and Ohio State, et cetera. Which, of course, then brings up the question about Notre Dame because I know there's a lot of Notre Dame fans in Southern California, specifically in L.A., are you telling me Notre Dame's not going to have a football season if other schools are playing because they don't have a conference affiliation? You know Notre Dame will try to bully their way into the ACC and say, well, we are the ACC. And they go, no, in basketball, not in football. And they go, well, but we need you now. Well, is Notre Dame going to lose their football season if other conferences play because they don't have a conference affiliation? USC scheduled to play Alabama on September 5th. If you read the Alabama blogs or the reporting uh, from Alabama, they're like, hell yeah, we're playing. Damn right, we're playing. You're damn right, we're going to kick some ass, what we're going to do. I mean, in Alabama, they're like, yeah, we're playing. And I think just attitudinally in Southern California and in L.A., we're like, really? Are we, are we really going to play? Is that really going to happen? So there's huge question marks about the future this season for college sports. Now let me bring it home for you. Dude, this morning, I can't even believe I did this. Like I'm still looking at myself saying, what are you thinking? This morning, I dropped my daughter, 18 years old, just graduated high school. I dropped her off at the airport this morning so she could fly with her mother from San Diego to Nashville to go to college so she can be quarantined for two weeks and then start training with the, uh, with the soccer team and, and then to start training camp in early August with the soccer team. And I'm saying to myself, hold on, wait a second. College football may not happen. If college football doesn't happen, or even if it happens in an abbreviated format with the big conferences that depend on the money and kids willing to take the risk because their future is in pro sports, but some of them, like a tiny percentage. But all I'm thinking is, what am I doing? Why am I dropping this kid off to go to Tennessee to go play soccer when what is the likelihood that they're actually going to play women's college soccer? You know, I heard LZ this morning uh, on the morning show, and he was saying, if a college campus is closed for the students, why is it open for the athletes? Why is the kid going to go to a school, live in the dorms, take classes online, and then be there with the team when there's not going to be a season. How long before they just close up the dorms and say, campus closed, everybody leave? 
Listen, this, uh, this coronavirus, I will tell you guys, honestly, in early February, when I was in Miami at the Super Bowl, I didn't believe in this at all. I was drinking a Corona beer. I took a picture. I posted it on Instagram. People are like, yo, you're going to get Corona from that Corona. And I was like, I don't get the joke. Because I was not really at that time in early February. Little did we know that coronavirus would do all that it has done to this world. I mean, the, the massive number of deaths, the reported cases. And I know, listen, there's somebody driving around right now going, you're out of your mind. The numbers are tiny. And I know a lot of different percentages and lots of different ways to read numbers and lots of different, you know, lots of different people out there with strong opinions. But it's hard to believe that we're talking about college sports changing what they're going to do, leaving huge games off the schedule. Wisconsin, Notre Dame, potentially Alabama, USC. I mean, huge interconference games that you know these athletic directors want to play. You know these coaches want to play. I would argue that many of the players want to play. Not all. Not all. So it is a, it is a completely, utterly different world in sports today. And, you know, listen, baseball's trying to figure it out. Basketball, everybody's gotten to home base by now. The NFL plans on powering through, but I don't think they care about anybody. I mean, certainly not their players. Although I suppose, I guess, when you start to say things like, you know, listen, you can't exchange jerseys after the game. We're very concerned about your health, and we don't want you guys. I don't need Rashad Penny exchanging jerseys with Ezekiel Elliott. I don't need that to happen. You know, I don't need Drew Brees exchanging jerseys with Jared Goff. I don't want you guys to get sick. Maybe they do care. Bergman, what do you think about this? I dropped the kid off at the airport and sent her to try and play college soccer in a year where... The biggest college football conferences are all about to make modifications or so it seems. To me, that just seems like you're just being a good dad that has doing what your daughter wants to do. I believe that you're right. I don't think college sports in that sense are going to happen. So she should be coming home. But you know what? At least they should be prepared and ready. I like the fact that they're doing that with the quarantine ahead of time, kind of making their own little bubble. But I think you did. You made the right choice is all I have to say. Well, you know, let me tell you something. I went to this airport this morning and she got four of her girlfriends. She got two of her sisters. Can you imagine it's me and it's six teenage girls, young women and the crying dude. I mean, the waterworks that were going on. Everybody's hysterical. And I'm standing there and I'm going, okay, be strong. <laughs> Put your sunglasses on. Be strong because you don't need to have your daughter see you cry. <laughs> And like, and like, I'm just trying to hold it in. Like, you know, I'm biting my lip. <laughs> hold on. Don't show emotion. You know, like, and, and, and so the girls are all crying all over. Oh my God, I love you. You're my best friend. We're BFFs for life. Like they're doing their whole thing. Right. And, and then all of a sudden, like, it just was that last moment where it's either you, you, you really, really hold it in. Or you just let it go, and then you're crying. And then let it go, crying. Scott. And I let did. Let it go. Go I ahead. did. It was good. You know, it was that Jimmy Valvano thing. You know, laugh, cry, do it all every day. You know, that's. Uh, I had to let it go. I just had there to let go. it go. It, it just makes you feel better from the inside out. Let I it feel all that out. Way. Yeah, I feel yeah. that way. I do. I really do. Hey, um, talking about straight talk, it's brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. I did say earlier in the week that I was having some internal conflict. 
Um, and you can tell it was obviously a very emotional week. You know, the kid is leaving. So I was having this emotional conflict where my, my girlfriend said, let's watch Hamilton Saturday night. And I agreed to do that because I didn't see the Masvidal Usman fight on my radar when she said it. And I can't do that. I just cannot do that. So I'm going to have to watch Hamilton another time. I will give you a full report before my 10 day contract ends, but it's not going to be Saturday night. I'm going to be watching the fight. It's Fight Island. It's happening. It's this Saturday. The fighters are taking their talents to Abu Dhabi for UFC 251. And DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is putting you in the center of the action. This started yesterday. It's a free shot at $1 million. That's the top prize with your first deposit. So here's what you do. You download the DraftKings app. You use the code BRISTOL to get a free shot at the $1 million top prize for this weekend's UFC 251 contest with your first deposit. The promo code is BRISTOL. It's only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. You know, I'm fascinated by this guy, Masvidal. Absolutely fascinated by him because he loves violence. Like, I get it. Usman's a professional fighter. He's a champion. He's a technician. He's a great fighter. But Masvidal is different. He's more of a character to me. And, and I'm fascinated by the, the, the passion for violence. I guess if violence were a one-way street, maybe, maybe, maybe I'd consider liking a little bit more. But considering it's me who I think is going to be on the receiving end, more so than on the offensive side, I don't like it. I don't like it. Don't touch me. Stay away. And so Masvidal's love for violence just fascinates me. I'm going to be watching that fight on Saturday night. I'll talk about it more a little bit later on. Uh, coming up, I'm going to just run down this guest list, man. I'm telling you, we're going to have a great show today. I want to start getting into baseball. You know, the big headline in baseball is that Buster Posey from the San Francisco Giants is opting out. So now, you know, David Price already out. Buster Posey's opt opting out. Will others join? I want to get to that coming up. This is Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN. Let me just say something for a moment here, okay? Yes, it's Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN. Yes, I wanted to see Steve Mason's tattoo. Steve Mason sent me a photograph yesterday by text message. He didn't put it out on Twitter for the whole world to enjoy. He sent me a personal photograph. And the picture was like a close-up of the tattoo. So I could see that there was a skin on, on all sides, but very little. I told Steve Mason, I want to see the whole deal, man. I want to see the hair. I want to see shirtless. He talks about smoking weed. <laughs> I wanted to see that too. I mean, I wanted to see the whole deal. And so, uh, but I didn't get that. I got a text from Steve Mason. Hey man, downloaded your app. Really super cool. Congratulations on that. And, um, and here's a picture of my tattoo, but I want to see the whole deal. Hey, look, coming up today on Scott Kaplan on 710 on ESPN, later this hour, Matt Vaskersian from Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN. I have really one primary question for Matt Vaskersian. We can talk Dodgers, and you know he can opine on all of the different issues. But you know, when you work with Alex Rodriguez, do you get invited to the A-Rod J-Lo wedding? Do you get that invite? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to go with yes right now because I know that when you work with somebody often, uh, and you, when you're that close, you wind up becoming friends. Um, and, and so I'm going to say, yes, Vaskersian gets invited to the A-Rod J-Lo wedding. So I'm making a prediction before we talk. Also coming up today, Rams offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell will be here. You know, he worked for a, a Gruden brother in Washington, 
And McVeigh comes from that same Gruden family of coaching. And I'm just wondering how Kevin O'Connell got from the Washington staff to this incredible opportunity to be the offensive coordinator of the Rams. Kevin O'Connell coming up 155 this afternoon. Rams fans, make sure you're tuning in. And then last but not least, I'm, I'm ending this week on just a big, gigantic call in a favor. Jerry West is going to talk to us today at 2.30 this afternoon. I've been saying it. Mark your calendar. Okay, set an alarm, do what you got to do. All right, listen, big story today out of Major League Baseball is that Buster Posey has opted out of the season. And I've been reading about it and he's talking about young children. And, you know, this is an easy decision for him because he's got these young kids and and it's a pure family decision. In fact, Brawny, if you could, let me play for everybody. San Francisco Giant. Buster Posey talking about why he's opting out. Okay, well, we don't have it. Well, here's what he said. Well, it's not really that tough of a decision. Um, I have got a family. I've got young kids. I've got a wife. And um, look, you know, I just I don't feel real comfortable with everything that's going on around Major League Baseball right now. So uh, that's really it. And uh, baseball doesn't really have a plan B. That's what I'm trying to get at here. There's no plan B for baseball. So that's why I'm Buster Posey. I'm opting out. That's what he said. Ladies and gentlemen, you have just listened to a dramatic interpretation of what Buster Posey would have said, Bergman. Do you understand this now? What he would have said had we had the soundbite that I thought we were going to have. Yeah, I mean, you I mean, you did a very nice job with it, by the way, Scott, so well done. But yeah, I don't, I, I'm never going to say anybody is, was wrong for wanting to sit out of the bubble. And Buster Posey is... Absolutely. If he if he feels that this is the best thing for him and his family, then yes, he should absolutely sit out. I look at guys and I wonder, hey, man, do you think to yourself, look, we're not really, really going to compete for a championship this year. You know, I got money. I got a family. I mean, that's very important to me now. I've got my rings. You know, it's it's already late into the season. I just don't, you know, I was getting ready at the early part of the year and I went to spring training and I was getting myself in shape and then everybody went home and I've been kind of just hanging around and I don't really feel like going to play baseball for the next 60 games. And I just, I wonder how much, listen, I'm not questioning that he's got a family and that he's, he's got real concerns. All sounds legit to me, but I'm also thinking that if you're in a championship race, this is why if you're Clayton Kershaw, rather than saying, look, you know, I was in spring training and we, and I was going through my routine and everything got shut down and you know to preserve my body and and preserve my career and and I'm going to just, you know, for 60 games this year, well let's just come back next year. I got more money than I'll ever need. I got generational money. But when you have a real competitive opportunity, when you have a chance at redemption, when you've been winning this division year after year and you've been going to the World Series and you haven't been able to get it done and you feel like you've been cheated, I mean, you want to come back and play. I'm not questioning whether or not Buster Posey's got family issues. I mean, the reports are out there. But I got to say, you know, I feel like I would want to come back and play. I feel like everybody we've talked to this week, David Wells says, yeah, I would have come back and played. Tony Baselli said, hey, if it was NFL training camp, I'm an NFL football player. I would come back and play. It's interesting when guys say, I'm not coming back this year. And I, in a lot of cases, I don't blame these guys. Seriously, if I'm a young, hungry guy and I'm trying to make the opening day roster and I, I'm battling for a position because I'm thinking about the long-term future and the contract, I want to come back and play. 
If I've got generational lifetime money, I've been thinking to myself, do I really want to play? We'll talk to Matt Vaskersian about this coming up in just a few minutes. Matt Vaskersian from ESPN's Sunday Night Baseball will be here. What would you do, Bergman? Um, I, if I felt this way about my kids, I would not do it. Now, let me just ask you. There's a guy in San Francisco, and his name is Dieter Kurtenbach, and he works for the Bay Area News Group. He's a sports columnist there and is also on KNBR, which is a very big station in San Francisco, as you know. Um, he, write, he tweeted out and said, if Posey is indeed going to opt out, which he did, I'm fascinated to see how this affects his legacy. Obviously, he's an all-time great for the Giants, but this is the first thing that can be perceived as negative on his permanent record. I'm not going to criticize Posey for opting out. If that's what he does, all signs point that way. But I'm not going to pretend he's some hero for deciding not to play either. How do you why, feel about why that? Why is he a hero? I mean, what's heroic? I mean, he, he's, he's, doing, he's doing what Avery Bradley is doing. He's, he's saying, look, uh, my priorities and my commitment in life is family. I have some family members that could, in fact, uh, th this could be very, very dangerous for them should it come near them. And so for me, it's an easy decision. As much as I want to play with LeBron and as much as I want to go to the bubble and as much as I want to win a championship, and I'm, I'm really flattered, by the way, that you guys are talking about giving me a ring should the Lakers win it all. If I'm Avery Bradley... He said it from the beginning. It's kind of an easy decision. David Price, nobody's questioning David Price. We're saying, look, he was a throw-in to the Mookie Betts deal. He's a guy who has made plenty of money. He's won a championship. This is not his team and his franchise or his city. He's got money coming on the back end. You can, you can actually rationalize it. This sounds like somebody is, is questioning what Posey is, is doing here. And if, he's, if it's sincere about his family... And um, and look, this guy is not the same player from a couple of years ago when he got blasted at home plate. You know, it's conceivable that all these years later, he's like, hey, I've had a great career. I've won a bunch. I've made a lot of money. I'm good. Yeah, this is not the Buster Posey that we saw in the past. I just think it's kind of ridiculous to, see, to say that this could possibly affect his legacy. Buster Posey may have been one of the best catchers if not the best catcher ever for the Giants I don't know the history of the Giants catchers to say one way or the other but I know what post Buster Posey did and what he brought to that city so to even say that this could possibly affect his legacy is just complete nonsense for this guy and really I feel like he just wanted to do this to get his Twitter Twitter frame well what are you gonna do you're gonna turn into the cancel culture dude what are you gonna do are you gonna cancel this guy right I mean is that what you're gonna do hey what the Dieter yeah, or yeah, yeah hey hey Dieter you can't have that opinion cancel culture let's get you fired buddy let's all well, pile on oh, on Twitter no 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 I'm just saying I think it's a it's a clown take it's just not a very <laughs> good strong take or that makes any sense whatsoever to say that it affects his legacy to sit out of a game this has nothing to do with trying to cancel him or get him fired I just think it's a ridiculous take all right there you go Bergman the all-time QB think O'Reilly <laughs> Auto Parts for all your car care needs we're close, convenient, and known for our guaranteed everyday low prices and excellent customer service from professional parts people you can trust. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. Um, let me just say this, that we are going to have such a great Friday. But coming up, I want to ask everybody this question. Are you so desperate to go to a game that you would be willing to go to Dodger Stadium, sit in your car, and watch a video board like you're watching a drive-in movie at an old-school drive-in theater. Would you really go to a game 
if the game were on a video board, but you're in the stadium's parking lot, so you kind of feel like you're here. The guys are inside playing. I'm outside in my car. Would you do that? Drive-in sports. I want to get into that. Coming up, this is Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN. Friday afternoon, Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN. Matt Vaskersian coming up later on this hour. Talk some Dodger baseball. Kevin O'Connell, the new offensive coordinator of the Rams, an hour from now, going to talk Rams football and what it is to become a coach on a staff when everything changes. And then we're just going to blow it up. 2.30 this afternoon. Mark your calendar. Jerry West is going to be here. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. And all of the guests I just mentioned on ESPN Radio appear via the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. Pennzoil Synthetic Motor Oils are made from natural gas. It gives you unbeatable engine protection. The proof is in the Pennzoil. This is based on Sequence 4A wear test using SAE 5W30. Did you get that last part? Okay, great. Hey, um, everybody's in the bubble, by the way. Everybody is down and in the NBA bubble, okay? And um, later on today, we'll talk about all this with Jerry West. I'm pretty excited about it. You know, the Clippers won two out of three so far against the Lakers, but it was right before the stoppage where the Lakers won 112-103. And I think a lot of Laker fans are looking at that game and saying, that's the game, you know. But on the Lakers side, you're going, okay, well, Avery Bradley's out. And, you know, they replaced him with J.R. Smith. And who knows what the rotation's ultimately going to look like. And Dwight decided to come in, so that's kind of good. And Waiters, you know, was added right before the stoppage. So, okay, so, you know, you've added some stuff here. And then the Clippers have, you know, Noah all of a sudden is new. And then, you know, Paul George says he's healthy. And so you're trying to figure this thing out. We've been talking about it all week. Lakers versus Clippers. We'll talk about it with Jerry West a little bit later on. Okay, I asked this question before the break. How desperate are you for sports to return? Would you be willing to watch your team play at the parking lot or even inside the stadium, but in your car on a video board? This is not going to the game and, hey, the Dodgers all of a sudden say, we'll let 20,000 people in and you're like one of 20,000. I'm talking about would you go in your car and watch a sporting event like a drive-in? I just tweeted it. I'm polling everybody. I want to hear what everybody has to say. I will tell you this right now. Not for me. Not for me. I see the, uh, the, the, the fans of the New England Revolution and they're in Gillette Stadium in uh, you know where the Patriots play, and they're all in their cars, and they're actually parked on the field, and they're watching the soccer match on the video boards, and they're into it. And I know a lot of people that are like, dude, that's dope. And I'm like, yeah, that's not for me. And then the question was, what, what would you do? Would you If the Dodgers opened the parking lot and said, hey, we're going to have you pull in. We're, we're clearing out the COVID testing, by the way. We got a line of people here at Dodger Stadium all waiting for COVID tests, but we're clearing everybody out. Parking lot is open. You can park your car, watch the game on the video boards. Angel Stadium, we're going to take the big A and we're going to just put up a giant video board and we're going to have everybody sit in the parking lot and it's going to be like a concert. Would you go to a sporting event to sit in or on your car to watch your favorite team on a video board, but you feel like you're there because you're in the parking lot of the stadium? I'm going to say that's a no for me, dog. But I know a lot of other people will disagree. So I've put that poll out on Twitter. If you're following at Scott Kaplan, K-A-P-L-A-N, click on the link and jump in on this poll and let me see what you think. What do you say, Bergman? This is, seems I, to be your big idea here, by the way. Right. Well, I mean, to be fair, it was it was on Twitter and I just liked the idea and I liked 
what it meant and you could, having the camaraderie of everybody there. I mean, there are some things that need to be figured out, but I think it's a fantastic idea, and I think a lot of people would actually be really into it. Because think about it. Let's say you want to watch a Dodger game. And you get to you pay for it. They make it a certain amount of people that are allowed in. They put these big screens up that are all that are all tied into the into the feed so that you can get it basically live. Maybe there's going to be like a second or two of delay, but not very much. And you get to just kind of sit out in your car. Maybe it's like a, a drive in movie where you come in like a pickup truck and you sit in your in, in the back of the pickup truck and you have your food and you and you bring it like a picnic kind of deal. And it and you just like you honk the horn whenever they there's a big a big play so that they can take shots of the of the everyone around Dodger Stadium really just watching you so like the people that are the Dodgers can see you out on the, out there and then like let's say you're playing the Astros you honk the entire time an Astros up there because you can't boo for them so you're just constantly just honking your horn on it and you have thousands of people honking their horn and just bothering the Astros over and over again i think it's a freaking great idea i think it's a terrible idea you know what else is a terrible idea um all week long broadcasting you know from home because that's how everybody has to do it nowadays and then all of a sudden it's friday afternoon at twelve forty nine, and the landscapers show up and all the windows are open and all of a sudden the the lawnmowers are going and the blowers can you guys hear that behind me i was totally here could hear it <laughs> of course i thought all that right. was ronnie playing something in the background like a like a death march or something like no that. It, it's all good but let me just say this real quick coming up mad vascursion is going to be here from Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get up. I'm going to close all the windows. I'm going to tell these guys to hurry up, dude. I'm on 710 ESPN. I can't have this right now. Don't go anywhere. Matt Vaskersian next. This is Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN.